Hello, how are you guys doing? Welcome over here to Speak the Truth. Hope you guys had a fantastic, yes, I hope you guys had a fantastic Halloween with your family. Hope you got to take some of your kids out. If you have kids, if not, hopefully you went out and did some stupid stuff. Well, hope you didn't do too many stupid stuff. Hopefully you wrapped it up, you didn't have any issues, and you're not going to have a kid next year. That's what I'm hoping for you guys who may have went out and party a little hard on Halloween. But if you had kids and you went out and had a good time, hope you guys enjoyed it. I posted on Instagram. No, I put yeah, I posted on Instagram about me. I gave out full size candy bars and Kit Kat bars and all this stuff. And and I posted that uh I'm sorry. No start itching there about to sneeze. Ah! I posted and a lot of you guys said that none of those candy bars would actually make it to the night. And yes, they did. And apparently kids do not like three musketeers. There are well, there's a lot of three musketeers left. So I wouldn't have guessed that because I absolutely love a three musketeers. So I guess I have three musketeers last me for the next six months. So good, good on them for leaving me a bunch of three musketeers. But I will say thank you so much. Everybody who's gone over to Guggen uncut and who signed up, we have cracked some numbers that I never thought were actually possible. And we're going to bring on more creators this week, hopefully. And, uh, that's pretty much the deal. If you guys are over there, we're going to start announcing some more stuff. Hopefully I have a meeting today at noon that I can maybe we can we can actually advance the some of the speeds that we're trying to have some stuff developed. Hopefully we can actually do that. If if that's the case, that'd be awesome. But otherwise, thank you so much to you guys who have gone over there and supported. I'm gonna do around, I'm hoping, I'm hoping to do five to ten. I know that's a very vast number. Five to ten reaction videos today for the, this channel right here. You guys are watching this on YouTube. If you're not, if you're listening to yours, you guys need to go subscribe to Speak the Truth Podcast. Or it's actually just called Speak the Truth, the YouTube channel. That's where we're doing a bunch of reaction videos. I want to do some more. I did one on Korea the other day, North Korea, that is, and it was funny. We're gonna do some more today. But we're gonna kick it off today. Southwest Airlines. I don't know what, what's going on here, but if you guys know Let's Go Brandon, everybody knows Let's Go Brandon. Everybody loves Brandon. He's a good guy. Brandon is the type of gentleman you want to bring home to your mom and dad on a on a Thanksgiving Eve. You know what I mean? When you when you say let's go, Brandon, I don't know where the, where I'm going with this. Anyway, if you say it as a pilot, you're going to get yourself a little bit of heat. Apparently, with Southwest Airlines, they have announced an internal investigation after a pilot was reported to have signed off a message to passengers by saying "Let's go, Brandon." I want to say, way to go, pilot! That's that's hilarious. He may not even give a rat's hoot. A rat's hoot. I don't know what the hell that means. But it sounded good at the time. You know what we need to do? I need to add a little bit of water to this money tree right here. You you mind? You want you want to grab and add a little bit of water to this thing? I'm looking at it. His his you're not doing too well. Had to add a little bit of water to my money tree to make sure we're still generating some wealth because it does not look very good. But I'm gonna go on and say the apparent non sequitur. Damn, they use a big word there. Is in fact a right wing meme based on an NBC sports guy. We already know what it's from. They're just saying that it's a right wing meme. Actually, I think it's more or less just. Uh, a country coming together and making fun of one of the most incompetent people in our history. Thank you so much. Look, now it's got a little bit of... I was wondering what's going on here. It's almost like a cat or a dog has been here chewing on the leaves. A little strange. But anyway, on a Southwest flight from Houston, an Associated Press reporter... So this is the big thing. An Associated Press reporter was on the flight. It's the only reason why this thing is actually in the news. Uh, she heard the pilot end a message over the public address system with a phrase prompting gasps. From some of the passengers. Oh my God. He can't believe he just said, Let's go, Brandon, over the Etikov. Oh my God. The reporter, Colleen Long, said she tried to ask the pilot about his comment, but was almost removed from the plane in quotation marks. She forgot to put in here, just so everybody's aware, she forgot to put in here, which I've, I found in, a, in another article about her. 
just so everybody's aware, she forgot. She says that she was almost removed from the plane, but she forgot to state that she was asking them to open the lock cockpit so she could uh, ask questions to the pilot. She was asking the flight attendants to please unlock the cockpit as she's holding up the line of people trying to get off the plane. Imagine that. What would you be in the? I need you to open up the cockpit so I can ask that guy, the guy behind that locked door right there that you're not supposed to unlo- unlock the door, right? Unlock the fucking door so I can ask him about Brandon. Who the fuck is Brandon and why are you talking about him through the intercom? As these people gasp as they exit the plane. Colleen Long, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Calm down. It's literally a joke. You take it way too seriously. <laughs> and you are the, Colleen, you are the person that these people are making fun of, by the way. You are the Karen who is like, open the door. That 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 pilot back there, I must speak to him and let him know. No one gives a f- Colleen. Calm down. Take a chill pill. Like, yeah, not like every single one of these flight attendants. Every single week. I, I literally was, my flight back from France, when I landed in New York, the flight back, they had to state, please don't mess don't mess with our flight attendants about the mask. It is a rule we have to follow. I know we keep seeing people post on social media about thinking it's funny to mess with our, our, our flight attendants. Please don't do on this on this flight. They literally had to tell people that. So yes, they've had a little bit of issues on, on airplanes. But anyway, Southwest said in a statement, it takes pride in providing a welcoming, comfortable, safe, and respectful environment for millions of customers who fly with us each year. Southwest does not condone employees sharing their personal political opinions while on the job serving customers. What the f- did you do in 2020 blm everywhere blm 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 for a fucking year and some person posts it makes a joke about let's go brandon and it's the fucking end we better burn him at the stake see this is why you people are easy to fucking make fun of easy you 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 scream from the rooftops for a year about a cause that you actually did not give a fuck about as we all know because no one is talking about it now and then we talk, we make fun of the most incompetent person in U.S. history as a president. And you're like, okay, I got to make sure it's known that I voted for him. And then I want I want them to know that it's not right to make fun of him. As he's sitting here driving the wheel on stage and no one's, no one's actually around him. All right. That makes me feel good. This is a good way to kick off this episode. A lot of bleeping probably went on there. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I just, it's so funny to me. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, Southwest does not tolerate any behavior that encourages div- divisiveness, divisiveness as it does not reflect the Southwest hospitality and inclusiveness for which we are known and strive to provide each and every day on our flight. Oh, God. It's, these people, they're so funny. They're, it's so funny to, and easy to make fun of them. It is. It's, it's, I could just go back to last year and pull up about a thousand tweets or public stuff from these companies talking about i mean there's how many how many tens of millions of people don't want to have to look at a blm thing on a flight but then we're forced to awkward silence for a fucking reason oh stupid tweet of the day comes from a cnn analyst shocking i know right shocking anyway she was pretty mad i guess her name is asha asha rung rungapa yeah that's it asha rungapa rang rangapa doesn't really matter. That chick with a blue check mark. If you have a blue check mark, you must be listened to. You must be heard. You must retweet. As an experience, I love for an. A- <laughs> it's hard for me to, to say this one seriously because I can't believe she actually tweeted this. As an experience, I love for a Southwest airline pilot. She made sure to tag them so they so they know she's heard. To say long live ISIS before taking off. 
My guess is that one, the plane would be immediately grounded, the pilot would be fired, and a statement issued by the airline within a matter of hours. Well, Asha, I would hope so as well. But there is absolutely no fucking comparison between ISIS and Let's Go Brandon. Holy shit, she is lost in her own world. As a blue check mark on Twitter. On to more interesting stuff. Elon Musk is doing Elon Musk things. This guy sometimes has the testicles of a bull. And when I mean a bull, I have a bull on my ranch. His testicles are the size of basketballs. And sometimes Elon Musk drags his basketballs all over the ground. And this is one of the times. I wish I could be more like Elon Musk, but I don't have billions of dollars. And I, if I did, I mean, we both have no f- to give. And he's definitely one of the guys that a lot of people want to strive to be. So Musk responded to a <laughs> CNN again. Musk responded to a repost of a CNN article that was quoted by David Beasley. Don't know who that is, but it does. Oh, it tells me right here. UN's World Food Program, who said billionaires need to step up now, namely Musk and Jeff Bezos, because, of course, they've worked so hard in a free market to generate tons of revenue that you better, you, you better make them feel bad about being super successful. $6 billion to help 42 million people that are literally going to die if we don't reach them. It's not complicated, he said. Of course it's not. This is coming from a gentleman who works for somebody and, and has no idea how to run a business, clearly. Musk indicated that it is not that simple. He responded to a post from, an, from a researcher that pointed out that, uh, that the World Food Program's website had raised $8.4 billion in 2020. He asked why it didn't solve world hunger then, which is a very good question. I mean, they raised $8.4 billion and they still haven't fixed world food hunger. $8.4 billion. They still haven't fixed it. The website said that it still needed $5.3 billion um, right now is what they're short. So Musk actually tweeted out that if the UN program can actually describe on this Twitter thread exactly how $6 billion would solve world hunger, he would then sell his Tesla stock right now and do it. He called on transparent and open accounting. Talk about dragging your, I mean, this guy's testicles this guy's t- are as big as these football helmets behind me, by the way. Way to go, Cowboys. You guys beat the Vikings with a with our second-string quarterback in. So, oh, God, I hope you're not a Viking fan. Listen to this. <clears throat> but his testicles are literally the size of these football helmets. Well, that being said, he just drug them all over this dude's face. All over. Basketball helmets. Or basketball helmets. <laughs> football helmets just drag it all over dude's face because he's asking for open accountability on accounting. Uh, in transparency to be where the money is going. I think it's awesome. And he says if he can actually do it, he'll sell off his, his shares and give the money to him. But the, the, the thing is, they're not going to be able to. Because I'm sure they're using some of those world hunger funds to spin up some uh, some solar panels or maybe a little bit of wind 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 things, wind turbines. Because you know that that's how you end world hunger. Turbines. Oh, man. Trump's January 6th cover-up is getting even worse. It is so bad that they released articles or released some stuff on Friday night, Saturday morning. They read through all 700 pages, and they're vague, and they don't want to give you any details because there's actually nothing to it. Donald Trump is acting like the ex-president with a constitutional crime to hide as the cover-up of his assault of democracy gathers pace alongside his political comeback. So what they're really worried here is the fact that he's going to come back in 2024 and absolutely crush him is, is really what they're worried about. There's, here we go again. Half of CNN is talking about Donald Trump January 6th cover up on the insurrection of the Capitol. 
Sometimes I forget what they're even talking about because I don't think most of America even gives it. No one cares. But if the commitment, it's, it's kind of funny because I have to read the way. I feel like when I read these things, I have to read in the mind of how they, how they want it to be spoken, which is very, like with a big chest, kind of scary-like. If the committee gets its hands on the call logs, memos from a senior White House staff and entries from the then-president's schedule, it will be able to create a much fuller picture than is already known about how far Trump directed events, the depth of his effort on the steal of the election from Biden, and how little he did to stop the January 6th riot once it started. Yes, the president of the United States put on those people to come out there and take photos in people's offices and break windows scale the walls. That's exactly what he did. Hiding the truth on January 6th. I like reading these things just because I can read them in this weird tone. The lengths of which Trump is prepared to go and prevent Americans from learning the truth, the full truth of the Capitol insurrection came to light in the late night court filings on Friday and early Saturday. So they came to light. What I'm going to tell you guys right now, they don't shed any light on what's inside those documents because there's literally nothing. The National Archives for the first time revealed details in a sworn declaration about the trove of documents Trump wants to keep secret. So they, they released these documents, but guess what? There was literally nothing to keep secret. Among the 700 pages of document are handwritten memos from then White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, logs of calls by then Vice President and President of the White House. So it's basically you're just telling what's inside these things. But they're not actually saying anything. <laughs> they're just trying to get a headline. So in the Meadows of Documents alone, there are three handwritten notes about the events of January 6th and two pages listing briefings and telephone calls about the electoral, electoral college certification. So they have all this, but there's absolutely not a single thing that they, they put from those documents that they found, those 700 pages, in this thing. It just talks about them because there's nothing in them. The guy made some phone calls. I bet you Trump probably called his wife that day, probably called his son, people inside the White House probably called, I don't know, probably called the Capitol Police, said, hey, what are you guys doing? You know what they said? Well, we did exactly what you told us to do is nothing because you told us to fuck off and defund us. They're like, oh, yeah, we forgot. We told said to defund the police. Click. That's pretty much what's, what was on those phone calls, correct? But here's the end of this thing. It goes on to state this. In a new sign that has returned to the front line, politics is accelerating. Trump showed up in Atlanta Saturday night game. Uh, for the Game 4 of the World Series, with his former First Lady by his side, relish taking part in the controversial tomahawk chop. This right here, folks. This. That's that's controversial now, just so everybody's aware. If you do this, in the military we call this a knife hand. But if you do that in an Atlanta Braves game, it is called a tomahawk chop, and it's racial. A chant and gesture that is a long-time traditional Braves game, but has also been criticized as a racist and offensive to Native Americans. Chop. We call this thing a knife hand, but apparently it's a racist gesture to Native Americans. Usually when I'm talking to somebody and I'm real angry, like I'm talking to you right now, listen here. You get it right, get straight, get over there, get in formation. That's called the knife hand, and we used it in the military all the time. Everybody in the military is a racist, by the way, so everybody's aware. Been fucking chopping, been chomping. I can't even make a joke all happened. Military's been chopping. <laughs> I'm done. Okay, let's move on. Oh, God, this guy's about to get his, his, his tushy kicked over there in Virginia. Everybody is aware, this guy, McCulfley, McAuliffe, however you say his name, he's the Virginia Democrat candidate, is absolutely about to get destroyed, and it's saying a lot going to 2022, which I'm sure a lot of you guys are excited. A lot of you guys and gals are excited. 
But anyway, he called for the Old Dominion state to diversify its teacher base, laminating that the Commonwealth has proportionally more white teachers and promising a program that is aimed at attracting non-white teachers. So don't really know where he's going there. Basically, he's saying that we have too many white people teaching people inside of Virginia. This is how I said the other day about president elections and just election general. When they hire somebody, when you hire an individual, you should look at just their credentials. They shouldn't, shouldn't have age, demographic, and all this other shit on there. It literally should just say credentials, and then you hire them based off that. But this gentleman, he says, credentials. I'm going to go after it. We got to add more colored people into the system, so we're teaching them more things about CRT. It's they're pushing their CRT agenda. 50% of our students are students of color. 80% of our teachers are white. So what I'm going to do for you will be the first state in America, he continued, if you go on to teach for Virginia in five years in a high-demand area, that could be geographic, it could be a coursework, we will pay room, board tuition, any college, any university, and any HBCU here in Virginia. Wow, I just really kind of mashed those words together, I think, at the end. But he's trying to get his, uh, his racial things aligned, and it's actually hurting him a bit more. If you guys do not know, Virginia's been 100%, it's always a blue state. And if they're going to lose Virginia, like completely, they're going to lose 2022 significantly. I mean, Biden won Virginia by 10 points a year ago. Can we just remember that? An election, a presidential election, he won by 10 points. They're about to lose to a Republican candidate who has gained on them in the last three months. All because of what's going on in the school system. If you guys didn't know, he's been in politics for 43 years, and he's been pushing that he's going to He's pushing the same thing he's pushing now, but that teachers need to get paid more. And he got elected, I think, what is it, in 14 or something like that? 13? And he didn't raise, it was a big thing was, I'm going to raise the teacher salaries. He didn't raise it in 13, but that's what he's saying now. I'm going to make sure your teachers, you guys are paid more. This is why no one trusts Democrats whatsoever. It's literally just a jar full of empty lies. Everything they talk about is, is literally just empty lies. I.e., everybody that voted for Biden that was going to get their student load repaid, yeah, I told you guys that that was not going to happen, and it was really stupid, and it never did happen. It's never going to happen. And I don't think that it helped this guy at all by bringing Biden on. To, I didn't. I mean, that probably didn't help at all. Biden is literally plummeting worse and is polling worse than any leg- legitimately any president in 50 years. I don't think it's the smartest thing to do to bring this guy on your campaign trail and be like, all right, Biden's got my back. And then you realize, oh, shit, this guy's polling worse than the last 50 years of presidents, probably not the smartest tactic. I'm not a politician, but I don't really know what I am. I'm, I'm just a random dude sitting here in Texas talking about him, I guess. Okay, I always uh, always enjoy talking about stuff that the police are doing because they're good people. As much as the people over on YouTube and social media and big tech in general does not like police, apparently, as we do all know, which I, I do find kind of funny. So we'll move on to the last couple topics here. Police. I love them. we got police and global warming. We all know global warming is a real thing, and the sun is about to hit smack dab on center Earth here in about three years, just so everybody's aware. So if you got any plans, you want to get them out of the way, if you want to reach Miami, you better go now because it's going to be underwater here very soon. Very soon, the entire city will be flooded. So police are investigating some, uh, some shootings down there in Austin. You guys all know that Austin's having a terrible time keeping police on their force because they tried to defund them and they've cut, cut it back and no one wants to work for the city of Austin because it is a democratic hole where honestly no police, no, there's not a single police officer warrants in a Democrat democratic led city because they're not respected and no one cares about them. Anyway, last night around 11 45 PM, there was uh, 
a shooting that went on, a person basically literally police are investigating a shooting near University of Austin that happened late Sunday night where they were doing drive-by shootings. And they have absolutely no suspects. People are driving around the University of Austin just shooting. Listen to this. Because there was no nearby units, police said it took 50 minutes to get officers on the scene. Even though the shooting was a high priority, police said that all their units were on other calls, and police said that they were under minimum staffing for the night on Sunday. So they were under minimum staffing. They, they have literally no cops on duty, and it took 50 minutes for police to show up to, a, to an active shooter that was driving around shooting at people. Police said that one victim was transported to a hospital and had gunshot wounds, but the other injuries were non-life-threatening. So not only were these people around, going around shooting up Austin, they were absolutely terrible shots. They were probably high on drugs because down there in Austin, they're real lenient on drugs as well. So, I mean, that's just, let's just be real. It's stupid. If you guys didn't know, there was also 12 people that were killed and 52 injured over the weekend here in the United States. They call them mass shootings. Anything that's, I believe it's like three or four people have been injured by guns. They call them mass shootings. Illinois. Did you guys hear that? I didn't say Illinois. But Illinois had three weekend mass shootings. Two people were killed. At least 12 others were injured in shooting on early Sunday at a Halloween party. In Decatur, Illinois, about 40 miles east of Springfield, another shooting incident in a large gathering left one person in critical condition and three others with non-life-threatening. And another one in south of Chicago, four people found four people with gunshot wounds early Sunday. Colorado had a couple. Uh, excuse me, Colorado had one. Kentucky had one. Texas had two. One of them was at a house party when an 18-year-old was actually fatally shot and others, and three others, including a 60-year-old boy who wounded after shooting early Sunday at a, at a party in Houston. California, three killed, eight wounded. Florida, one. Oklahoma, four. Wounded. Nobody killed. So, not going to say that defunding the police probably doesn't work, but I'm going to say it doesn't work. And they're not going to say it in these articles because they're trying to hint at the, the, the fact that it's, it has to do with Americans having guns. It has absolutely nothing to do with Americans having guns. It has to do with the amount of police that they're not allowing on the streets. Correct? Matter of fact, inside of my neighborhood, I live in a nice neighborhood. And I'm very blessed to have that as an option for me. We actually had a police officer driving around the entire night. So the city that I live in, it's not, it wasn't because this neighborhood's like nice or anything like that. He was driving through all these neighborhoods. I just saw him twice. But the city had more police officers on patrol last night because it was Halloween and they knew there was going to be a lot of kids out. So me seeing this cop for the first time ever, he was literally just driving around, making sure like police activity in an area would deter people from committing crimes. I knew he was there myself. I felt, I felt safer myself, but there was also a lot of kids. So that's what I'm saying. It all depends on where you live. If you live in a democratic led city where they're killing off the cop presence, you're going to have more crime here in like where I live right here in this city. They amped up the police activity that night because they knew there'd be more people out and about, which will deter people from committing crimes. It really is not that difficult. Like, it's common sense. But I know that common sense is not common in many people. So sometimes you just got to say it how it is. And a lot of people think that I always just hit on dem- Democratic-led areas, but it is what it is. And every single major city that is ran by a Democrat, we all know, they're the ones that called for defunding the police. It was never any Republican major, major led cities like, you know what? We need to get rid of them. Hell, we're actually paying them more and hiring more. It is, it is, it is what it is. Um, but if you guys did not know, they're having a big thing. High stakes climate summit in Glasgow begins. Anyway, they're just, they're igniting the, the, the fuel behind this fire. Cause I know that Biden's in office and one of his big agendas while trying to go up for, for becoming president of the United States was climate change in 
the the big thing here is a lot of people in America, it's great to have climate change. I'm not really against it to a certain extent. Well, I'm not for it the way that a lot of people are for it because you can't get rid of fossil fuels. It's just not, I mean, look at, look at California. They try to do it and then they have issues with their electrical grid and, and power. Try to do it in Austin. They're going to have the same issues. Like you just, you just can't get rid of fault. You can't just get rid of something that's been around for so long. You had to kind of like wean it out. I do believe that, yeah, there's a time 20, 30 years from now that, yeah, maybe all cars will be electric. I'm not against it. I don't really care as long as they work. They do the same exact thing. Why should we care? I don't care. I really don't care. The only people that would care are probably the people that are selling oil. The average American shouldn't really care as long as it works the same. Right? Like, who really cares? But if you guys didn't know, they're talking about crazy stuff. And, and, and in fact, if it all stems down to America has some of the best climate regulations. We have some of the best and most stringent regulations in the world. When it comes to how you operate, we don't have coal uh, factories and we're not burning coal and all this. Kind of, like they've shut down three power plants that I know of here in Texas alone that I used to fish at because it was bad for the environment. All right, whatever. That's, it is what it is. We're advancing as humans and we, we're starting to realize things. But your biggest problem is you have China, India, and Brazil, three major countries. Two of those, which produce literally almost all of the air pollution in the world. Did you guys know that? Maybe a lot of people don't realize that. You can sit there and hold all these functions and raise money and do everything here in the United States. It's all fine and dandy. But if you don't have two other major countries with some of the largest populations on planet Earth aren't willing to do anything, then what do you, you're really, you're literally battling a wall at that point. You're having a conversation with a wall. But I want to let you guys know they're in Glasgow, Scotland. Boris Johnson, as you guys do know, British Prime Minister, he's got phenomenal hair. If you haven't seen it, it's really good. But if you guys didn't know, two degrees or more. We are jeopardized of losing food supply for hundreds of millions of people. Crops wither, locusts swarm. One degree more, the extreme... Why did he start with, with two and not one? Strange. One degree more, the extreme weather patterns the world is already seeing will get a whole lot worse. I don't see a single statistic on here, by the way. I'm a big stats guy, numbers guy. If you're just going to throw these numbers out here, I could say, yeah, if the world gets one degree cooler... I'm sorry, I had a phone call come in. And I just lost my train of thought. I was saying something. I was kind of countering them saying this without any statistics or just talking out loud, but I don't recall. Anyway, it goes on to say here that three degrees, you can add more wildfires, cyclones, twice as many, and you will have five times as many droughts and 30 to- or 36 times as many heat waves. Four degrees, you can say goodbye to whole cities, Miami, Alexandria, Shanghai, will all lost beneath the waves. And last best, best hope, we keep one and a half degrees Celsius within reach. But they don't really say anything. They're just, they're just like... For a person like myself to believe you, to actually believe the evidence that you're, you're stating here, you need to show something. You can't just come on a speaker and, and say this. I can say anything. If we go down a degree, I'm going to get a million dollars. It's not non-factual, is it? It's the same shit. Anyway, they just go on this, this, this spiel more about fossil fuels and coal and, and everything. But the best way to put it, it's a bunch of rich white people screaming from the rooftops about how they need to do climate change, and yet they're actually not changing the people who need to change their system to actually generate some sort of change, i.e. India. Not saying anything bad about Indian people or anything, but I'm not just stating some facts here. India has the world's worst air pollution. 22, they're home to 22 of the, 30, of the world's 30 most polluted cities are inside of India. And they kill more than 1 million people each year. Just over air pollution. Air pollution is so bad in India, they've actually reduced human lives down there 
to, to by nine years. That your average lifespan is actually reduced by nine years. Air pollution caused around 54,000 premature deaths in Delhi alone in 2020. So are you telling me that there is more people? Hold on a sec. Hold the front door. There are twice as many people dying every year from air pollution in India than the COVID has killed altogether in India. They've had 458,000 people die from COVID. They've had a million people die every single year. You're telling me, oh man, I don't know. When you start looking at numbers like that, you start to really think, what in the world is going on? And they, they, they actually were stating that India, the reason why they're having all these air pollution issues and everybody's coming out of poverty, they're starting to buy vehicles for the first time. They blamed actually people owning washer and dryers for air pollution. I don't know if you guys know this, but I think it was like 75% of everything electricity inside of India actually runs off of coal. So that could be a pretty big issue. Say you get India on board. Guess who you still have to worry about? China. China ain't going to listen. God, I've seen you just looking at these articles from China and there's actual images like before and after photos of this area. God, it is bad. It is an actual, it looks like fog. And a lot of people wonder why they wear masks over there. In 2019, there was 1.42 million premature deaths in China because of household air pollution. That resulted in an additional 363 deaths that year. So there's more people dying from air pollution in China and India. There's been more people killed since, we'll just say since 2019, if these stats would say stay the same. You're looking at roughly one and a half. We'll say one, 175. You're legitimately saying these are real numbers. You would have more people dying since 2019 from premature deaths caused by air pollution just in China and India alone than have died from the coronavirus as a whole in the entire world. All right. I don't know where I was going with this. Just point. These are real factual numbers you can see. I guess I was just kind of trying to prove a point that you can sit here and scream from the rooftops as being an American or somebody in Europe about climate change when, in fact, nothing is ever going to change on planet Earth unless you get those two countries heavily involved in actually caring. I mean, hell, Brazil hasn't even said they, they haven't even made a change since 2015 on their standards for air quality control down there. It's just stupid. It's just gaslighting and it's all political stuff from the super powerful and rich countries other than China because all they care about is being communist. Well, anyway, I'm off here. I love you guys. I got to go film some stuff. We'll catch you guys later with some more, uh, some reaction videos. I do love you guys. I'm out of here.